0: Hey, welcome to GC365. It's November 1, and I have a guest with me today. I'm so, I'm so happy to have him here. I've been trying to get you here, Dan, for uh, how many how many weeks? There's like third, third, third shot. <laughs> and you're a bit of a reluctant uh, customer, aren't you? Fair to say. <laughs> so I'll have him introduce himself in a minute, but if you're watching today, just remember this. You have two months left You've made it this far, way to go. And with that in mind, Dan, you've been reading the One Year Bible more than one year. You've been doing this quite a few years. Did it last year too. Yeah, you did it last year, too. So um, it's something you can be proud of. Uh, you have a streak going that's way past mine. What's your daily streak?
1: 343, I believe, is the number. Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: 343 days straight. Now, what what that makes him is really nervous because he, he, <laughs> he doesn't want to lose his streak. Because <laughs> for a while, I had this great streak going, and then I just like, I forgot the one day or right. I just missed it one day and it messed me up. So you've got me beat on the on the daily streak. How about the weekly you streak? You
1: got me on the weeks. I'm only 63 weeks.
0: Okay, and I, I have 100 and let's see, 100. I have to look at that. I got to look that up here just for fun. So Dan, while I'm looking that up, why don't you uh, tell them what you do and and uh, where where we meet? Well, we meet
1: for breakfast on Tuesday mornings down at Patty's Egg Nest. Um, I'm the owner of North Creek Roofing Company here in Mill Creek. And uh, we've been doing that, my wife and I, for 25 years.
0: 25 years. That's awesome. I I love your heart for the community, Dan. I just, I want to speak to that. You've always loved Mill Creek and Mm -hmm. you have uh, invested them in huge ways. And there's just a lot of times that you have also just lived out your Christian values. When things get tough, it seems like you get more generous. And I, I really compliment you on that because I think it's a, I, I think it's really cool. And what I love also is that you've made it a priority to read the Bible every day. So talk to me about that. Why, why do you do that? Why do you make that priority in your life? Well, I think that <clears throat> of course, we're called to
1: um, continue to to be learning all the time, and I think really the only way we learn is mm-hmm. um, to get in, read the Bible, and um, and then ultimately practice it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so beginning last year was really the first year in somewhat forty years of being a believer that I've read through the entire Bible.
0: Wow! And last didn't you
1: did. didn't do it every day. Yeah. This year I haven't missed a day. Wow! So um, and so, that's so, so much. let's
0: talk about that. Do you see the Bible? in your daily life really playing out and and th- that it really works for you? T- tell me about that. Have you noticed that this year?
1: Yeah, I think what, so as you as you begin to read it, and it's, this doesn't take place right away, but as it begins to build up on the inside of you, um, I think it just changes your thinking mm. about certain things. Maybe things don't look as appealing as they maybe once did when you yeah. weren't maybe reading the yeah. Bible as regularly.
0: So. We talk about it and you've mentioned it too, soap for your mind. It's yeah. like we have all this junk that comes into us every day, and when you read the Bible, it's like it's like taking a shower every morning. It's like getting rid of the junk in your life and refocus in your mind. And, Times
1: of refreshing uh, comes. Yeah. Oh, refreshing.
0: okay. So you also read the Bible. There's lots of boring sections in the oh, Bible, yeah. right? Is there? Do you understand it all? By the way, no. So people are watching here. This is the first time they've read through it, and this is your second <laughs> time. So. Uh, and I know we've all read the Bible at different times, heard lots of sermons on them, but when you read through it entirely, uh, you get to sections that you don't understand That it, that's difficult. How do you handle those sections, Dan?
1: Just discipline and get through it. <laughs> now, <laughs> Nobody likes Leviticus. No, but you
0: know. <laughs> Leviticus. And we're about ready to come and, into a, a passage here, which is, uh, let's get to today's yeah. reading. Ezekiel. Ezekiel is a really freaky book, isn't Just it? Just
1: slightly under the book of Revelation. <laughs> so.
0: It is. Actually, yeah. it yeah. is. You could say Revelation and Ezekiel are very similar. In fact, I'm convinced that John read Ezekiel before he had his dream. Yeah. Um, in
1: Revelation. Could have happened, yeah.
0: Yeah, because um there's similar stuff going on here. And and so if you're reading the one year bible today, November one, you're in Ezekiel one and you're saying, What's this Ezekiel? I, I like this. There's a couple things that really stand out to me, and I want to give you some context for today's reading. Um, number one, um, Ezekiel is actually in exile, which means the the last book we just read, Jeremiah, predicted that they're all gonna be in exile. Now they're in exile, and Ezekiel has this vision while he is. Essentially, a captive, and, um, and and it says it was July thirty first. I, I think it's interesting. Yeah. He does the exact day on uh, on on his thirtieth year while I was in Ju- uh, while he was alive. So he's thirty years old. Has this dream, and then he starts to describe this dream. Now I I mentioned something you didn't pick up on this, but as I read down through here and this this description of this this thing that he's seeing. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I I read his deal. It doesn't make any sense. Except that as I, I kind of get this, it can go in any direction the spirit may choose and moves forward, backward. And then it talks about this burl of, uh, it has these wheels that went up and then the spirit and there's in the wheels and then there's like a fire and all this. And you have a son-in-law that is um, a pilot. He's an F sixteen pilot. Yeah. F sixteen pilot. Yeah. As I read all this, I was trying to think: what if he saw some of our modern day equipment? You know, the fighting machines. Yeah. The what's the one that goes really slow that sh- shoots? Uh, uh, one of I I know there's just so the A ten. Yeah, okay. The warthog. The warthog, okay. So they have all these different things and then some that go up, go in any direction. And I kind of picture that as something he's seeing. I I don't know that that's the way it is, but in the midst of all that, um, he hears from God and he falls on his face and he hears a word speaking. And in chapter two, if you're reading, you see his call. Um, It says that, uh, I listened carefully to his words, he said. Um, And then he has this call, and here's his call. He says, I'm sending you to talk to this stubborn, hard-hearted people. (laughs) What a description. Uh, Okay, so a question for you. Do you think we've changed over the years? Do you think we're any less hard-hearted or stubborn? Oh, sometimes I think
1: I'm more so sometimes. yeah, but uh, Probably less, but uh, in certain situations, I find myself maybe even more so. Yeah,
0: so... I think about that in all of us. We go to work, you you have how many employees? 50 employees? Probably
1: 35 or 40 employees. Okay,
0: so you have all these employees. From time to time, you run into somebody that's stubborn or hard-hearted or customers. (laughs) That's another thing. You have hundreds of customers. We we love
1: our customers.
0: (laughs) <laughs> they're not stubborn, they're hard-hearted, but occasionally, right? Isn't there one or two that just... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I think of this, I think, oh, here's Ezekiel. I, I love God's honesty saying, I'm not sending you to a, an easy task. you got this hard task. You got to go talk to these stubborn, hard-hearted <clears throat> people. Um, now, the next one actually, I think is kind of interesting. Uh, you pointed this out in the first three verses that you kind of like the first three verses of chapter three. What what stood out for you? Well, when
1: he says, he says, son of man, eat what I'm giving you, eat this scroll. And when I read through the first three verses there, it really reminded me of um, in, you know, taking the word of God, Mm -hmm. eating it. Mm -hmm. And then at the end there, it says, it tasted like sweet as honey Mm -hmm. in his mouth. And um, I mentioned it earlier but times of refreshing come from the presence of the lord and that's what yeah. it reminded me of yeah you know yeah. um just getting that word of God on the inside of you
0: it's it's a visual he's having a dream he's dreaming that he's eating the scroll and that in that day it would be like eating the Bible you mm-hmm. know it's in our case <laughs> eating our phone i suppose Probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I, here's a uh, this one made me laugh um he says look i'm gonna make you as Obstinate and as hard hearted as they are. And he says, I have made your forehead as hard as the hardest rock. So don't be afraid of them or fear their angry looks. I, I, this just makes me laugh. I, I wonder what Ezekiel was like. He must have been a stubborn old guy, too, you know, <laughs> and a pretty point blank individual, right? Yeah. So I can just picture him walking up to the most stubborn, hard hearted person that's anti-God, anti God, uh, anti, you know, what. Uh, following the the rules, the law at that time, everything anti that you could be, he just stuck in there and yeah. bottom right to the, the tail. And Ezekiel had this task of talking to the leaders and to people and really standing up. And I, I do like this. He says, don't be afraid of them. Um, in our culture today, we can kind of get afraid of our Christian, you know, standing up for our Christian values, right? The different times. Yeah. And I, I like what he says here. We don't have to be afraid when we're doing the right thing. And, and um, I, that's that's Ezekiel. So that gets for the first three chapters. Now, I have to tell you, it gets a lot wilder in the next <laughs> <laughs> next little bit. I do like the chapters in the future where he talks about the valley of dry bones that comes alive. There's some cool songs and stuff that come on that. So I hope you enjoy Ezekiel. But we, we then switch over to Hebrews, and we're in the third chapter of Hebrews. And and um, there there's a whole discussion here. I, I'm just gonna point this out in verse four. It says, every house has a builder, but one who built everything is God. And um, that's just kind of a reminder though. I mean, we live in houses, but it's God that built our house, mm-hmm. isn't it? And it's God that builds our business. Uh, y- you, uh, you live your life like your business is God's, right? We do. Yeah, yeah. Now, occasionally, uh, being honest, do you ever take it back? uh occasionally you think oh no this is mine i'm gonna mess with this or is it i think as human beings we do that yeah <clears throat> well and so, church yeah. same thing you yeah. know i i'm the i'm a leader of the church i'm supposed mm-hmm. to follow god as best i can and there's different times that i think it all weighs on me that i gotta carry this whole load and i keep forgetting no this is god's church i'm I, i'm just his servant at this point um i I also like the next thing where it says that Christ his son is in charge of God's entire house and we are God's house so we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ and I think that's just kind of the thing he's building his house in us too mm-hmm. he's always building he's working on us so you
1: know it almost like it's talking about a physical house but really he's talking about the house on the inside of us right yeah. our yeah.
0: spiritual house yep it's yep. so good. That's really good. Now, Psalms, when we get to Psalms, I I, I, I want to tell you, sometimes the Psalms stand out to me. When you read Psalms, uh, how do they hit you? Uh, yeah, kind I, of the same way. Occasionally,
1: there's something good there. Yeah. I, I kind of read them yeah. just, you know. See if it's something there. Yes, right? exactly.
0: And this one was one of the ones that I only got the first verse. I see, okay, he's just going to spend the Psalms praising God, and then he just describes everything he can mm-hmm. praise God for. Um, that's what I got out of the psalm. I didn't really get anything more. So it's okay if you didn't either. And then the Proverbs, interesting Proverbs. Occasionally the Proverbs just tell something that's true. And here it says, people cover their hatred with pleasant words, but they're deceiving you. Um, Have you ever had anyone hate you, Dan? Yeah. Have you? And do they do that to your face or do they do it
1: behind oh, the scenes? Oh, I mostly, it's probably behind your back more than anything, but yeah. occasionally somebody gets after you. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's true. Yeah. People, Never happened to you? I, yeah, I've had a few people <laughs> tell me they hate me. I know that. But I also know that there's times they're just, it's seething behind the thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a truth here. And, and uh, he says, I, I like what it says, wrongdoing will be exposed in public. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true. Um, it either comes out in this life or the next life. There's, yep. That's really true. Well, hey, thank you for joining us today. And Dan, thanks for for doing this. It's not as painful as you thought it was going to (laughs) be. It wasn't all bad. Okay. So we're glad you joined us on GC365. And I hope you stick with it all the way through to the end. Dan will tell you it's worth doing, right? It is. It is. Worth doing it. Second year. All right. We'll see you next week on GC365.